This episode of Open Ended Podcast is sponsored by Emporium Arcade Bar. Emporium hosts awesome games, beer, food, and live music events daily in Wicker Park and Logan Square. Visit EmporiumChicago.com for more info. Have you been to Emporium Arcade Bar? I have. I really, really love it. Yeah, I like it too. Um, the Logan Square one is really big. Like, massive. Yeah. My you favorite... can actually lose somebody in that place. <laughs> my favorite part is the... Um, what are those things called? Um, where you... Air hockey. Yeah. Air hockey. yeah. Air hockey is cool. And it lights up. So, I mean, yeah. how can you lose? Mm-hmm. You can also donate at openended.fm slash ended to... Give us some change, some money, your firstborn, whatever you feel like it. You can also become a member starting at $1 a month at patreon.com slash open-ended. And that again is patreon.com slash open-ended. This is Open Ended Podcast. I'm Sir Vincent. And I'm James T. Green. So, the question Would you want a job that, in fact, every day you had to get up and you had to modulate what you said and believed? If you're going to run, you're running for a reason. And you want the job for a reason. Kevin, why has the Black Lives Movement, well, Black Lives Matter movement, not been classified yet as a hate group? I mean, how much more has to go what? in this direction before someone actually labels it as such? Hey, James. Hey, sir. How's it going? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm okay. You alright? Yeah, um, I'm actually better than I thought I'd be, I think, because I had the day off. Um, I was able to recuperate because Sheriff sure, Vincent's out again. Again, I um, did another music festival. I did right? Music festival. I, I just, swear with you. This honestly. is my fourth music festival, and a mutual friend of ours. She like said, "I mean, like you're a hero." I'm like, "No, I'm a moron." Because um, the first time, I was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm gonna be like listening to music all weekend long," and. <laughs> By the third day after waking, like, oh my god, I have to go and listen to music for you know the next twelve hours, and it's great. But I also was doing something I hadn't done all summer, and that was um, work the festival in the photo pit, and I was taking photography and um, doing festival photography as well, like around the grounds, and it was really fun. Um, yeah, you saw some... Snoop, right? I did see Snoop and Ice Cube. Uncle Snoop, Uncle Snoop, and Ice Cube, and, um, oh, man. yeah, and Papa and Papa Cube, Papa yeah. Cube, Papa Cube. <laughs> I like that. Me too. Papa Cube, Papa Cube, and Uncle Snoop, and they were so good. Like I bet. they were wonderful, and the cousins de la soul. Like it was just a really great festival. And I had never been to Riot Fest as an actual outdoor festival before. Um, last time I was at Riot Fest was gosh maybe five or six years ago, when it was in a now closed R.I.P. Congress Theater. Mm, oh, man. Yeah. That is a Chicago throwback yeah, for it, all the Chicago listeners out yeah, there. Yeah. Um, it was a really, 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 really mm-hmm. shitty venue. <laughs> but I had some really wonderful memories there, and um, some of those memories were um, featured in the Riot Festival that happened there. Cool. So, yeah. So how was the vibe with it being now in Douglas Park and, like, 
to give a little bit of background, um, usually Ride Fest happens over in Humboldt Park. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year they moved it over to Douglas Park um, for many reasons. Um, a lot of Humboldt Park residents and of the like weren't really too hip on the idea, completely understandably why. Um, and I uh, read and realized that Douglas Park and the surrounding residents had the same kind of thought process behind it. So did you not sense any kind of... There was um, not as much pushback. There mm-hmm. was only a little pushback from Douglas Park. The big pushback was from the hospital that's directly across the street. Right. From the, the, um, from the festival grounds and, like, within... Hours before the festival gates opened, they like dropped the suit because they were gonna sue. Mm. Interesting. But, yeah, but right before, like the like the like the eleventh hour, they're like you know what, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. And actually, it was fine. Um, a lot of the local vendors, like street vendors, came out in full force and were like selling tacos on the street and <laughs> chimichangas and all that really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, fun foods there, and um, yeah, it was cool. There were a lot of police officers, so that was good. And um, yeah, it was like there was not a lot of fuss. I don't think there was many arrests. Um, yeah, it's just a typical fanfare festival. It didn't really seem like it was um, anything different. And honestly, I think it's a really great place when they decided to put it too, because it gets a lot of foot traffic in a neighborhood that really doesn't get foot traffic mm-hmm. by a certain clientele, i.e. white people in a black neighborhood. So um, that's what I mean. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Uh-huh. Just putting this, just put calling it mm. what it is. Um, so it was really good for that. Definitely. And As some members of my family would say, winter is coming. Oh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> I just caught it. Yeah. Uh, so that actually kind of like goes a lot into what we're going to talk about. Uh-huh. Um this episode and that's about like the idea of um things that get a little dicey especially when it comes to um online forums Mm -hmm. and those are like very opposing um topics and those type of things that usually get a lot of uh feedback that either ends up in a lot of comment sections or Mm -hmm. super long twitter um exchanges that you'll come across on um and basically how we deal with problematic shit that comes into our lives either digitally or in in real life IRL yeah, the uh, quote unquote real world mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so i mean we were kind of talking about it earlier and we realized that it's kind of two different ways that it kind of comes about and that's passively and actively um so in passive forms like how do you see a lot of like problematic things kind of coming across in your life. Usually in social media, um, for me, Facebook is definitely ground zero for me in that regard. And it's part of the reason why I don't use Facebook as often as I probably would have. Mm-hmm. And it's because I have friends from college or from high school or from grammar school who are pretty conservative leaning, not as liberal as I am in regards to certain political um, and just morally, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, just politically and morally, um, and getting, you know, these massive posts on Facebook about my, their feelings essentially about mm-hmm. a certain hot topic or any kind of, you know, st- circulating story that's happening within that week. And it's a bit disconcerting because in real life I surround myself with a lot of liberal people, liberal-minded people, and that is really where I get my most exchange from 
the conservative side is online, ironically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's kind of really interesting because you can put yourself in this echo chamber, if you will, Mm -hmm. especially when you can so easily surround yourself around people that think like you, Mm -hmm. act like you, do everything exactly the same. Right. And it's almost like you'll get that dose of reality, especially on Facebook, because those are people that you'll add from all the points of contact that aren't quote unquote curated by you. And that's like going to school and you happen to have to go to high school because it's public school. Mm, Yep. No, it was public school. It was public school. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, because like Twitter is a little more curated because I use that more often. And sometimes I, I, I just actively don't follow people that I have no interest in knowing. But right. I can't always, I can't always change who I liked uh, or you know became friends with on Facebook. Or like it's hard for me. I've, I've known certain people for so long. Mm-hmm. Like if I did block them, or if I did, you know, not. If I stop being friends with them and removing from my friend list, it's noticeable. Right, right. So I'm in a position where, like, I can't unfollow you. Or, like, family members, even. Like, mm-hmm. I have some conservative family members on my father's side and my mother's side that I can't unfollow because they would, like, wait a minute, you're not my friend anymore. We're family. <laughs> We're brother. We're bigger than friends. Right, I'm like, right. well, but I don't actually think that you are right about anything right, so right. it's hard for it's me it's like yeah we're we're family but i mean you're posting that really misogynistic meme Word. and it's like thoughts right brothers like, and i'm exactly like exactly like i don't care like i don't think i don't think it's funny that you posted this thigh gap of the week post right <laughs> cousin what oh yeah is that like a facebook group no man it's this thing called oh gosh this is a website called chive the chive? You know what? We could just stop right there. Word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even want to give them the yeah. time Word. time and space. Yeah, man. exactly. But it's it's the actual worst. And I have a I have a couple of cousins who are like, Oh, this is funny. Uh, like, right, right. No, but it's never funny. Yeah. But but then it's like not only just stuff online too, but it's also like um In real life. Like like yeah, quote unquote in real life. Like you've got people that you work with um whether if you're self-employed and people that you come in contact with Mm -hmm. or share spaces with but also like day jobs and then you got people on transit that you overhear uh and all you want to do is become that homer simpson emoji uh, um gif who like he backs slowly into the oh into the shrubs shrubs. like i just don't want to i don't want to do this at all exactly just want to be a part of this yeah but i'll be honest like the most awkward is when it's definitely people that you do know, like close mm. friends or, mm-hmm. you know, if you're at a party or like a large gathering and, and they're like friends of friends and it's the first time you're meeting them. And then they say something that like really kind of grinds your gears or kinda... or or in my case, not even like say anything. They'll wear like a shirt that has like a thing on it. Oh, are you going to give an example? Do you yeah. Talk about it. Yeah, sure. OK. What happened? <laughs> um, I was at a party. It was, I was right out of college. I might have been 23 at the time. It was a few years ago. And um, I was at a party of a friend's, and I think I knew the host and I, his girlfriend. That was it. I only knew those two people. And there was this guy. He was trying to chat me up, and I was not really interested. And he had, like, a button-up shirt, but he also had a shirt underneath it. And then as the night went on, he you know, got drunker and drunker. He took off his button down, mm-hmm. and button up or whatever you call it. 
but um, he had this shirt, and, ugh, gosh, it was just, it was a bunch of really, it was like this really, fem- it was a very misogynist thing. I don't even want to say it. Like, it was yeah, yeah, it yeah. was that bad. I was like, why would you even say, so, oh, yeah, I brought it when I was drunk. I was like, <laughs> and you should have yeah. kept it in your closet, man. Right. Right. Like what the hell? That like, that was honestly like a really beautiful metaphor of like the way he thinks, <laughs> because <laughs> it's like as you get drunker, the things that you really think start to come about, mm-hmm. and it's like as some gentlemen start to get more drunk, his his uh, viewpoints became more visible, exactly, physically, <laughs> exactly, and you know for sure, like no, told me it was not. It did not pass me by. Like I, I did not. I I completely saw that. And I was just like, this right. is, this is something special. Right, and right, right. yeah, so for sure, it's interesting interacting and trying to interact with those, or not trying to, but like having to face that decision, mm-hmm. interact, engage, or try to hide. Yeah, yeah, and that was like the biggest thing that we were trying to figure out. Like just thinking about it in general, like when these really you know, screwed up things kind of come about, when do you engage or when do you kind of keep to yourself? Like, you know, you can either say yes or no. So like, when do you say, yeah, I'm going to engage in this? Um, for me, mm-hmm. when I am completely indisputably correct, <laughs> when yeah. my point is the right point right, right, right. on every fucking angle yeah like you have like all of your bullet points set you've got your whole outline set up and i even know their outline too right 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 when like i i I know what you're thinking and i understand what Mm -hmm. you're thinking but you are still so (laughs) fucking wrong yeah and here's why yeah i i can't remember who said this or where i read it but i heard something along the lines of you should only really give your opinion when you know all the points of your argument but also know all the points of the opposite parties argument and it just kind of really says like yeah maybe there's a lot more pausing that you should give before giving an opinion absolutely and i think that's like that's the foundations of what debate is right right debate club yeah debate club i was debate club yes i was always the rebuttal too (laughs) because i like to argue but um yeah it's it's tricky having to find that that line Mm-hmm. Just because you want to jump in, right? You want to jump in, and as soon as you like, you can look see their their idea forming behind their eyes, like right. I see where you're going, mm-hmm. and let me stop you right there. But sometimes you have to let them talk. Yeah, but there's always exceptions to the rule. Absolutely, I mean, like when you should jump in. Like for instance, if somebody's saying something in, like blatantly racist as shit, or, or misogynistic, fuck, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Or homophobic, or just being, or just being a complete asshole. Right, right, like right. look. Let yeah. me fit. Let me. I'm to the finish, mm-hmm. but yeah. Sometimes you have to, you know, pull a Kanye and just yeah. like stop them in their tracks. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the last time I actively. No, you know, I, I remember, and this was like an example in person. So I was at a um, a friend's party, and it always seems like these situations always happen when I am at a gathering of a friend, and this and this friend's person. Oh yeah, happens to be drunk. Of course, it's um, always it's not it's your always, friends you should worry about. It's your friends' friends you right, should worry about. It's the about. friends' friend that I have never met because you don't know those people. You can't control that. Right, right, right. So, long story short, um, this this uh, drunk woman um, to bring context, she was white. Um, well, yeah, <laughs> it brings sorry. context to what it is. No, um, for sure. 
she like came at me and said some stuff like some oh yeah all black guys do x and i don't even feel like getting into it because i'm just gonna start just like getting real upset and it was to that point where i I think it was just because it was like a real long night and i just wanted to have a good time and i actively told her i was like look you shouldn't say this shit and here's why Mm -hmm. here's why it's offensive and it's like a part of me like felt really guilty because I didn't feel like being like the great black hope to like be to this like lady. But at the same time, like I was like sick of her shit. You know what I mean? And it's like that weird feeling of like, when should I diffuse the situation? And when should you actively be like, ugh, I can't think of a better term, but like well, a no, teachable moment. You know for what I sure. mean? Like, and sometimes people need that. Sometimes they just need that person to like, Hey, boo, I mean, girl, you need to stop what you're doing because she can interact with somebody who's not nice like you mm-hmm. and get her and get hurt. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's so weird because I felt like I was giving like a complete stranger the tough love that I would give so, uh, like somebody who I consider a friend. But I don't know. Like, wait I was a minute. Like, OK. What? I think I was there for this moment. Oh, you know what? Of. You were. I totally were. was. And you I remember there. this. Okay, sorry. Yeah, you were but, there. Okay, yes. Yeah, we'll leave those details. We love it. But yeah. It's, it's, no, a, like... it's a very familiar situation that yes. anybody who is any form of marginalized people probably deals with on the daily. Mm-hmm. Um, or even like hourly <laughs> sometimes. Bruh. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Real talk. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that like brings into like, when do you say no? Like, when do you say like, I don't feel like making you like being your completely educational moment. Like when do you just say like, bruh, like I'm going to chill. Um, honestly, I'm going to probably be like real, like controversial here, but probably when like there's another black life dying. Hmm. What do you mean by that? Like, you know, I'll be in a conversation and then will someone will bring up just arbitrarily, yeah, you know, somebody, you know, some guy, you know, some black guy, some black kid got shot and they'll look at me to like have some kind of thought. I'm like, mm-hmm. what am I supposed to say to that? Right, right, right. Like, yeah, especially if this person is like not black. You right, know? exactly. And it's, like, it's, it's always from a non black. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's always from like, a non black. Yeah, hey, what do you think of the hot take of of, uh, of this black person? It dying? sucks. It like, like, what am I supposed to say? Yeah, it was like, well, thank you, white person, like, for to um, acknowledge allow, my existence. Yeah, for to this not only acknowledge my existence, but to have my life be a debate point for you. Yeah, exactly. You know? To like, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I, or like, you know, not even a debate point, but like, like you can come home like, yeah, I discussed something that meant something. <laughs> right. And it's like, not really. Right. Like, here, let me give you a digital cookie. You know what I mean? Like, let me, yeah. let me patch your back. Good job. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's bullshit because I, I never know how to react to those things because it's sadly such a fabric mm-hmm. of what's been going on not just not currently but it's been going on forever mm-hmm. it's not something that's just a new phenomenon right. it's been going on forever mm-hmm. and just now because of you know the 24 hour news cycles it's talking about it because it's something to talk about mm-hmm. but it's not something that you know has it's not a new phenomenon at right, all right, by right. any standard so it's it's just it's fucked up when i get you know and when someone comes up to me and interacts and tries to, you know, stir the pot, as it mm-hmm. were, and try to 
engage in that way. And I'm just like, I, I don't know what to tell you except for that I don't like it. Or the digital equivalent of mm-hmm. like all of a sudden you just get like tagged in this uh, yes. oh, in God. This post or like this series of tweets. You know what I mean? It's like here I am like going through my business. Like yeah. I might be living out. Living my just, life. Yeah, just <laughs> might be out like getting some pizza or whatever. Just like living my life, enjoying a book. And then all of a sudden I'll get like, um, you know, like get a notification like, hey, what do you think of this? My My friend over here is arguing about black this, black that. Let me call on my superhero black person. Right, you know that one I mean? articulate person in your in your friend circle. Who, right, like look, man. It'll be to something that is easily Googleable. Like that is my big annoyance, and For it's sure. like when I actively like say no, I'm not going to engage in this. If the answer is easily Googleable, and it's like you don't have to call on a black person yeah or like <laughs> you even can going on google it right exactly <laughs> or like you know i have some non-white uh, non-black friends who mm-hmm. like hey is this okay for me to say if you have to ask that question it's never okay for you to say it <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you're right that alone yeah right if that, you have you... to ask that question or even like in your brain mm-hmm. if it's like bean is this okay to say yeah. Don't fucking say it. <laughs> just keep it to yourself, there, there man. There should just be a query in Google that says, is it okay to, to say, say blank? Like, and then it just says, no. no. <laughs> Big old nope. Nine times out of ten is it's just never no. okay. It's just no. There's literally two non-black friends in my circle. I won't call you out because that's rude. But you guys listen to the podcast. You know who you are. <laughs> You're allowed to ask those questions because I deemed fit. And I, I, I see in you that you just need to know. <laughs> and you need some guidance, but yeah, yeah. but you know, usually though, anybody else who comes off the street or just like passively or actively comes at me right. in that regard, and you're not those two people. Like, I'm sorry, but no, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to answer your question. Right. I'm not going to deem that worthy, right? Especially if you're just like a random person on Facebook or Twitter. I'm not going to. No, I'm going to enjoy some self care, and sometimes I just want to eat popcorn and drink wine. Exactly. You know. Anyway, I don't want to make, and I don't want to have to ever make. But you're doing a platform to speak my, <laughs> speak my truth. Right, right. Because, no, I'm not going to give you that time mm-hmm. that can be utilizing for something else. Yeah. So. so as we close out, what piece of advice would you give in this case for people out there that are going through and trying and, like, coming across things online that are active, like, sort of, um, oh, man, I don't want to use, like... <laughs> for lack of a better phrase, black and white arguments. Sure. <laughs> but, but like very opposing type things. Absolutely. And then like they're the, thinking. The left and right. Yeah, yeah. And they're thinking like, should I engage in this? Should I not? Um, like, what would you say? Um, is it worth your time? Hmm. I think that is really, really comes down to if you have no, if you have free time and don't mind, you know, arguing with somebody for an hour, then go. Mm-hmm. If that's your personality, then mm-hmm. by all means, go for it. Yeah. If that's what you feel like doing with your life. But for me, it's like, um, is it worth my time to like be arguing with somebody who I don't even interact with online, you know, in a regular setting or in real life? If it's if it's if it's not directly at me, like if someone's not yelling at me, but yelling to me rather, and not at me, I think then you don't just don't bother. But mm-hmm. if it's a, but I think that the time to engage is. Um, when they're, you know, attacking you, essentially, like, you know, demeaning or dismissing your character, I think is probably a good time to engage in certain right. 
things, but I don't know. Sometimes kind of just got to like, you know, mind your own business. Mm. I would say, um, especially with things online, it's so easy to look at the complete thread and see who is making certain points about something. And if it is a point, like a good example, if it's a point about race or if it's a point about um, gender and someone of that marginalized party is making points, let them make their points. (laughs) Sure. Don't jump in. Yeah. Like, let them make their points. They're the ones who are living through it. Mm Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, the best way to be an ally, ally is just to shut up. <laughs> Absolutely. And I <laughs> think that's I mean? where it comes to. Um, I don't, yeah, I, I don't from, like engaging yeah. at all. I'm pretty, I'm pretty introverted when it comes to that kind of engagement just because, you know, I just don't like conflict. Mm-hmm. So I try, not, I try to avoid those kind of situations as much as possible. But, again, like you said, a simple, even like a like. Or like a up or something mm-hmm. like that is definitely more rewarding and a little more valuable than putting your two cents in because sometimes right. it's not even needed. Yeah. And remember that marginalized person also is a human too mm-hmm. and enjoys just chilling and doesn't want to fight the fight all the time. You know, some they are human just like, you know, everybody's human. For sure. And, and I also want to give like yeah. a... Yeah. Wait, I also want to give a, I also want to give a, like a thing too for people who do post those things. Because I feel like they have, they, you know, deserve an angle as well. If you do post, you know, kind of controversial or, you know, hot take things as well, I feel like you should also respect people who don't want to engage. Don't try to always... like be ready for the attack. Just mm-hmm. sometimes you gotta just let people be. Mm-hmm. And if you're not getting the kind of, you know, interaction that you expect, that's okay. Yeah. So it's all right. Yeah. I, 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 I don't want, I don't want to make these people be like the enemy. Cause they're not, yeah, they're, they're no, people they're too. And sometimes, and, sometimes you just got to let that yeah. shit out. Honest, like those type of things, um, gather forward, the advancement of our society, mm-hmm. which they have. I mean, we've seen the movements happen, and that's very true. Right. So, yeah, like, speak your truth wherever you have to, uh, any kind of way you need to, but also respect the people who don't necessarily want to engage. Mm-hmm. People can fight silently, too. Absolutely. So this week, Chicago Podcast Cooperative shout-out is I Disagree, But... When Taker Bella and Bryce Poles tackle some of life's most frivolous arguments and fiercely try to teach each other why they're right. 50 television shows had three Amanda's. Right, but you're still making a statement with your show. That you want your show to be more like real life. Yeah. So you're therefore commenting on the genre. I've had a okay. problem with that with gender expression. Yeah? That... There's a binary of, like, male and female, mm-hmm. and some people see gender expression as fluid. Right. Honestly, that sounds a bit like us, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. I mean, did we steal their thunder, or did they steal ours? Pretty sure they were around first, but... Oh, whatever. Anyway, I disagree with you, but... Yeah. Ah, you see what I did there? Uh... I disagree, but... This week's shout-out for the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Thanks, guys.
Hey, you know what time it is? I think I know what time it is. Of course you do. It's open call time. Open call time. (laughs) So what are you digging this week, Cher? Well, I want to start off by saying this is our 20th episode. Oh, yeah, that is right. Oh, man, we made it to 20. Oh, I can't believe it. We're almost uh, we're almost legal to drink now. Yeah, we are. We're our yeah. It's it's really fun. Yeah, um, and I think we're I think we're, it's safe to say that we're like an actual podcast now. Yeah, like, it's kind of weird. A, yeah, like we've we hit that that milestone twenty <laughs> man. That's a yeah, big deal. Twenty is a bit of a milestone. We'll see. So um, I'm feeling that this week for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but um, there is also this kid who goes by the name of Spence Skylar Spence. And uh, it's his moniker, but he put out a new album this week, and it's really good. But the single came out over the summer. It's called "Can't You See." fun pop song but i think it's the white boys equivalent to film on myself <laughs> oh man it's just it's so real it's just it's a narcissist song of for our times mm-hmm. he literally falls in love with his own reflection all right and sometimes when i'm feeling down i'm not no i'm loving my, myself as much as i should i put that song on as well as film myself i'm like you know what I'm fucking phenomenal. Yeah, you are phenomenal, Cher. So, yeah, that's what I'm feeling this week. Feeling myself. Right now. Hey, I'm cool, totally cool with that. How about you, James? Um, So, I am feeling an electronic piece of equipment this week. <laughs> now, so, how do you follow a success like this? I've got that question a few times. I am thrilled to show you the newest iPhones. Um, so Apple had that huge announcement that we kind of talked about last week. Yeah. They released the iPhone Success. Which can Success we, can we also Plus. say what, what that Sinead yeah. was fucking spot yeah. on? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she I, was so fucking spot on. I'm so proud of her. I was like, I, excellent emoji. Yeah, excellent emoji I'm, to you. I'm, I'm still just like really hyped up that like. 
months and I got that prediction right and I was completely way off but we ain't gonna go into that right now her, her, her she's already been talking about it a lot um, <laughs> I know I'm sure she has yeah so yeah what I'm thinking this week is the iPhone success and mainly because I've been itching to upgrade my phone same um, my joint has been like real slow and like there's this thing about it that's really cool it's called 3D touch and allows that extra interface gesture mm-hmm. of holding down further on, on the phone's glass to bring up new interface elements. And aside from that, and that fucking cute little girl that's used in the promo yes. for the wallpaper was just like, oh, yeah. So Yeah, <laughs> so I'm excited yeah. for the, the Harry Potter yeah, picture yeah, the, feature. The, um, what is the live photos? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm living my Harry Potter dreams. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, like, really hyped up for that. Like, Sine and I, we woke up at uh, 2.01 in the morning to... Um, put in our orders for the phones so they can i know i know we're disgusting um but yeah so that's what i'm digging this week oh man i'm digging that too because i really want that rose gold (laughs) color yeah no i'll admit that rose gold is pretty sick i'm getting that i'm kind of kicking myself i didn't get that one i'm not getting that right i'm not getting the new phone right now but i have a five yeah. Yeah, I have a five. And all it's right, like, right. and it's got like a hairline crack on it. Like, it's. Say, you rocking old school. Yeah, I am. And, and I'm so ready to upgrade. I'm going to get it really soon, like hopefully before Christmas. Right. But yeah, I, I still follow that technology. Right on. Right on. Well, it's another end of the. Um, another episode done. Yeah, I'm one in the bag. Episode 20 of the Open Ended Podcast. Thanks, guys. If you like what you heard on this last episode of the Open Ended Podcast, Please give us a shout out on iTunes, either by rating us a five star so we can get higher in the charts or leaving a review. We really appreciate it. Until next time, keep things open ended. Did we steal their thunder or did they steal ours? <laughs> I totally forgot about that shit. <laughs> That fucking scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking air horn. <sighs> Alright. We were getting a little too l-